Hired by a mysterious party, three individuals make their way towards the snowy wilds of Athfar to meet their contact. Their job, unknown. But the promise of pay and adventure is high. Thrust together by fate or chance, join us as our story takes our three adventurers on an epic journey across the continent. Hi, welcome back to Dungeons and Airwaves. Um, hope everyone's been having a good day. Where we left off last week, our characters found themselves in the middle of the Vindaskog, a creepy, very creepy forest where they encountered three individuals who have agreed to take them to the lake that they are seeking. And that's where we'll pick up after you have vanquished these gross giant spider monsters. Ugh. Horrible creatures. That was disgusting. Kerak just kind of wiping the webbing off him still. Please tell me there's no more. Hilda looks around, sniffs, deep inhale. They cannot see anymore, no. I am just going to pick up a branch with a leaf on the end and just tickle Kodak behind the ear. Kodak almost flies about three feet in the air. (laughs) Is Kodak still in bear form? (laughs) For the most part, yeah. (laughs) Am I missing something? (laughs) I'm in the process of shifting back. Oh, I see. You just see this half bear just going... Can I, um... (laughs) Rubs at his neck. I'm going to break off one of the spider's legs. Ew, but okay, continue. Purely because, remember when I, um, back in episode, I think it was one or two, when I got some of the blood of that fiend? Mm Mm-hmm. I just want to collect another drop of this spider blood, so I'm going to squeeze the leg just to get a little bit of blood. Okay, what are you doing with the blood? I'll just, um, I'll basically put it in the same jar as the other blood, but I'll, like, put this one onto some sort of, like rag or something to stop it from mixing with the other blood in said jar. Okay. Would you just like another jar? I have plenty. Well, I, I, that is very kind of you, but I do intend to try and collect as... I do, in, I do intend to collect some of this blood from every creature that we vanquish for studying, so I'm, you, I may run out of jars. Fair enough. If you are collecting blood to study, what is the point of mixing it all in the same jar? Hilda points out. Look, you're not wrong, but there's a. it's either that or I carry around 300 jars with me. Blood potion goes kaboom. There are magical items that I have heard of where you can store many things. Well, remind me to look for one when we get to civilization once more. <laughs> well, we won't be there for that, so someone else may have to. That's okay. It's just nice to be meeting you and having you lead us to the next point on our journey. Of course. And she picks up her quarterstaff, motions for her boys to follow her, and (laughs) the rest of the journey passes with very little incident. You make your way out of the Vindaskog. It takes about a day of travel, and you arrive at the edge of a frozen lake. And this forest has thinned out now. It's less claustrophobic. The trees are smaller, there's more sky to be seen. 
and the sun shines down on the lake with bright piercing reflections flashing across its surface. Oh, so we've, so it's not like we've just come out of lake, we've just broken free of the forest and we're now in like an open clearing with the lake. The lake's sort of still within the forest, it's just a it's, bit thinner. No, no, so the forest is, you are like at the edge of the oh, forest. Oh, sure, okay. So you're like around here gotcha. and then the lake's yep. in there. Hilda. It's not so much a clearing as the lake is the clearing. Gotcha, no, that makes sense. Hilda. Yes. How thick is this ice? I suppose it depends. Because we have a very, very large bear creature, I gestured to Kodak, and a very, very large creature, I gestured to me. I'm a little bit afraid of whether or not it will take our weight. She shrugs. This is as far as we go. <coughs> well, I suppose there's only one way to find out. I wish you luck. Thank you very much. And I'm going to just slightly slide some druidic in there for good luck. It has been a pleasure. She reaches out to um, shake everyone's hands, and she does the same thing that Kodak does, grasping the forearm instead of the hand. <laughs> so, like, I want to be able, to, I want to do that in return, but I feel like because I feel like it would be somewhat difficult because of the size discrepancy. Just the whole arm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Sure, okay. Well, I wish you all luck. I hope you survive. If you do, come visit us in the Oliver Skog sometime. I will gladly, we will gladly take you up on that. And then the three of them fade back into the forest <coughs> and return to their wolf forms. Well, she was very lovely. Um, I will approach the ice and use the end, the non-hammer end of the mall to um, tap. <laughs> ice. Okay. It rings and you get these weird almost clicking echoes for any listeners if you want to google what the ice sounds of Lake Baikal sound like that would be what this sounds like. But it has been described as alien singing as the ice seems to have miniature fractions and cracks within it but the ice holds as you tap on it. Oh. I will carefully. How, sorry, before before I step onto the lake, how far around is it? Is it going to be like significantly shorter to cut across? So you have. I can't really show um, the listeners, but if you look on the map here, you come out around here. Thanks, Billy, for letting. Okay. And where you're seeking to get is further in there. Yeah. So you don't have to... You could cut across, but then you'd have to cut back across, so it's pretty much easier to just straight. I will turn to my companions. Shall we go across or around? Worst case, if we need shelter, we don't know. Do we know roughly how many days it would take based on how far we've travelled? To get across the lake, a day, half a day. Depends on how quick and how lucky you are. Well, if we take, if we do cross, we have to be careful that if something goes wrong, we can get off the ice. We don't want to be stuck in the middle, especially if this starts coming apart. Ice can be quite deceptive. You have good points. Perhaps around then? 
if we follow the map, we can follow the shoreline, and it will take us at least roughly in the direction we need to go. I would be in agreement. So are we all, do we all agree then that we are not going over the lake, we're going around it? It's our safest course of action. Okay. In that case, just to see exactly how thick this ice is, I will step up to the same spot that Katya tapped it with the stick and essentially stomp on it. Yeah, it holds your weight. Okay, turns out it was a lot thicker than I thought. You take another step, step back. I'll take another tentative step, but I'll put a fair amount of force with it just to see if it can hold me. Okay, so you're kind. You're basically jumping up and down. Basic, yeah, kind of. Okay. I miss my real dice. Should I roll for something? Uh, no, I'll roll for that because it's a um, different roll. Oh sure. Sneaky, sneaky squirrel business and all that. Oh my. <laughs> So close to 69. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the ice does hold. Oh, beautiful. Okay. But you do kind of, Your ankles hurt a little bit just from the force of jumping onto the ice. Okay. Okay. In that case, I'll, I'll just walk back and join the rest of them, looking a tad sheepish. I will take the lead and start heading around... The uh, edge of the lake. Okay. So in order to safely travel the ice, um, we're going to do another skills challenge. Whee! Because even though you are heading, you're currently following across the shoreline, at a certain point you are not <coughs> going to be able to follow the shore any further because the ruins are situated on an island in the middle of the lake. Okay. So it's a shorter trip across. So we are going to have to cross the lake. But you are going to have to cross the lake. Thank heavens I didn't crack the entire ice. That would have been an error. It could have made it quite problematic. We'll see what happens. Oh, I don't like it when a DM <laughs> says that. So <laughs> you've made your way across the shoreline. Uh, it's still quite a bright, sunny day. And it's, it gets a little bit harder to see as the ice reflects the sunshine back and it's almost blinding in a scintillating manner. And you finally reach the point where you can go no further and you have to make your way directly across the ice. And I'll get everyone to roll initiative. Let us do it. Non-dat 20. Cool. <coughs> Katya? Five. Okay. <laughs> that was unfortunate. A 10. Okay. So just to recap for skill challenge rules, you will go in your order um, and essentially you have to use a skill to achieve your goal of safely traversing the ice. Now you can use any skill you want so long as you can convince me that the skill is applicable in this manner to help you achieve your goal. You can take the help action if you wish instead of rolling so instead of rolling a skill you give the person after you an initiative advantage and certain skills that would work in this situation but don't necessarily achieve the goal 
can either give advantage or disadvantage depending on whether or not you succeed on the roll. So, Leonette, with the highest initiative, will go first. Beautiful. So our goal, I presume, is then to basically get into the island, or onto the island, rather. Yes, safely. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. In that case, I... <laughs> okay. Um, I will basically run up and using an athletics, using the athletic mm -hmm. skill, I will basically slide forward as if I was trying to catch a wave and just try and slide over the ice on my stomach. All the way to the island? Yes. You're, you're not going to make it all... You can try. But I'm not... Okay, you're right not going to make it all the I'm way just, to the I'm island. Just, yeah, I just that. don't really know what sort of skill would be helpful here, like what I could do. Um, athletics? You can still do the athletics check, I'm just saying. Skidding on the ice, as hilarious as that is, you're going to skid a little bit and then you're just going to stop. Okay. In that case, I will basically just try and athletics check to nimbly run across the ice. Okay. Without falling on my ass. Yep. So that's athletics. Yes. And I do have a health, 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 healthy bonus for athletics, which makes that... Actually, that might be okay. 13. That's a fail. Oh, dear. So you make a couple of steps and... You're jumping, you're jumping, and then you slip in a pit on the ice, and your ankle twists a little bit. You come crashing down. Oh, dear. Hard. And you're now quite a ways from the shore, and you watch as a crack forms beneath you. And then more cracks form. I am the master of my own bladder. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, on, on a list of things that are good, this is not one of them. Is my go over now, or can I do something else before no, it ends? Because I had a really clever idea as to how I could fix that. If it's cast amending, it's not going to work. Bollocks. <laughs> Hang um, <on>. Bollocks. <laughs> are you good? Sorry, sorry. If I just ran over my toe <laughs> with my chair. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the first roll to be a fail. Um, I'm wearing sandals. Sorry, that really hurt. Okay. I hope you're okay. So, um, unfortunately, because Leonette's weight has cracked the ice, because it's thinner in the deeper areas, everything is now a higher DC. My apologies. Thanks, I be dude. <laughs> I believe this is what we call an oopsie-daisy. <laughs> Leo would like to plead noopsy daisy. Codex <laughs> um, turn. So I'm going to attempt to get out there, not belly flopping on the ice, and I'm going to attempt to throw Leo a rope, telling him to stay on his stomach and not to stand up. Okay. Are you taking the help? I'm going to try and slide him off once he grabs hold of the rope. Okay, back towards you? Yep. Or just Is that off the counterintuitive? Not if he's cracked it. If he goes in the water, he's gone. Okay, yeah, can, but we're going to have to go across it anyway. So if we're slapping him off, we can still continue on our way. We're just getting him off the cracks. Yeah, true. Okay. So, yeah, that'll be a strength check. Is this Kodak or Katya? That's a 14. Kodak. Can I use athletics to throw it? You can use athletics to throw it, but it's still a strength check to pull him off. Fair. Is the issue. Um, and he is a 
very large man. And That's true, and I don't think a 14 will gut it. You, you can shift him a little bit. You don't do any significant damage to the ice, so it's not a fail, but it's not a success. And it is Katya's turn. I will use athletics to try... I'm, I'll move down away from where Leo made some, the cracks and just try to carefully walk across. Yep. It's a 17. That's a success. You're able to carefully make your way up to Leo and then a little bit further. But you can see that the ice is getting a little bit more unstable. I'll make sure to keep, like, distance yep. from him. Yep. And we're back to the top of the round. It's Leonette's turn. And with that, we'll take a real quick break. You're listening to 106.9 Chino FM. This is Dungeons & Airwaves Episode 5, and we'll be right back.
bothered me anyway. All right, I hope you enjoyed our little interlude. Welcome back. And we begin once more at the top of the round where it's Leonette's turn. Okay. He's currently uh, on thin ice. Oh, my God. Episode nice. title, anyone? Well, spoiler alert, but yes, probably. Um, okay, I'm going to try and get a little bit creative, which is difficult for me and Leonette. Um, I'm going to use my su- uh, survival check. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to basically use it to see if I can detect where on the ice would be the best place to, like, roll to. Like, where on the ice would be the thickest place for me to be able to support myself without risking the ice cracking and breaking completely. Yep, I'll give you advantage on that because um, Kodak did shout out to you to stay on your stomach and spread your weight as evenly as possible. So that means I roll twice? Yes, and take the highest result. Well, the first one was three, so I sincerely hope that I can roll a bit higher than that. My that survival, I've got a good survival advantage, though, don't I? It's like plus four, I believe. You still have your character sheet? Oh, excuse me. Leonette Lawkeeper, your survival <laughs> is a three. Well, in that case, it's 21. Yeah, that's totally fine. Phone's on mute. Uh, yeah, so you are able to yeah, roll off the crack <laughs> and just inch your way towards Katya to where you think the um, thicker ice maybe. Sure. Momentarily lost my train of thought. inch away as he inches towards me. (laughs) (laughs) But you are are up now um, but probably still trying to stay on all fours just to spread your weight. How far am I to, how far are we to the island? So, about three rounds. Okay, cool. Yep. I was going to say, Hella is an, is, an, is an appropriate answer. No, it's, it's more like how far and how long it takes depends on your roles, basically. No, of course. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, from Leonette, now it is Kodak's turn. So, seeing the party slowly try to get along. I'm going to yell out, we should attempt to tether ourselves together in case someone does go through the ice. Yep. Um, And start passing out an end of rope to Katia. Okay. And then start heading towards Leo to throw him another bit of rope. Yep. So what skill are you using for that one? If it's specifically rope throwing, I'd probably say sleight of hand. I was going to go for survival for the knot. (laughs) Knots are (laughs) sleight of hand. Oh, fair. Yeah. That's very fair. Let's give it a go. Let's see how. So that's a 13. The rope falls short of everyone. Um, They are able to pick it up on their go, but you haven't really made a direct impact one way or the other again. If you'd succeeded, they would have had advantage, but... Uh, so, yeah, it's um, Katya's turn. Would picking up the rope be the action? No. Okay. You can just pick up the rope. Um, all right, I'll pick up the rope, tie it around my waist, um, and then I will continue trying to walk across the ice. Mm-hmm. I want to use a stealth because I'm trying to move as gently and 
quietly trying not to cause any kind of commotion on this ice. Yeah, yeah, that definitely works. You can roll stealth for that. 14. Yeah, that is a success there. You are able to make your way further, picking the areas of the ice that seem thicker and more safer to step on. And back to the top of the round, it's laying at Lawkeeper. I will obviously yeah, pick up the rope and tether it to myself so that we yep. are all to get like we're all tied together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just basically going to I feel like this could be either stealth or survival. I'm basically going to army crawl my way across the ice. Realistically it would be athletics for that okay. one. I just don't want to keep doing athletics, that's all. Um, if if you want to, it, it's alright. What skill would be used for dancing? performance okay in that case i will use a performance check to do the worm across the ice oh my god no sure um the only thing that could have been worse was the cha-cha slide (laughs) cha-cha real smooth (laughs) i don't know what my performance bonus is but that was a 19 You've got a neg one because your charisma's real bad. 18, then. <laughs> but you still succeed. <laughs> Damn right. So, Kodak and Katya watch in amazement as Leonette describe what they see as you <laughs> shimmy your way across the ice. <laughs> so, basically, for anyone that hasn't seen the worm before, it's a really... I don't even know how to put it into words. Just just do a quick Google search of um, basically the worm dance move. So basically, Leonette gets up onto his all fours and then launches into that, like projecting himself with each worm wiggle over, like across the ice, <laughs> towards the island. I feel broken inside. <laughs> <laughs> the true look of defeat on our DM's face right now. <laughs> All right. At that point, I, I'm half surprised it wasn't just like, you know what, that's stupid, you're stupid, the ice cracks for stupidity. No. <laughs> no. Look, stupid plans are good plans. That is true. But it is it is Kodak's turn. Is Kodak even on the ice at this point? Yeah. Okay. I'm attached to everyone with rope. I can't get away. Yeah. <laughs> Kodak <laughs> so has seen sh- that and immediately left the country. <laughs> it's a shame he's not It's a shame he's not um, in pure bear form. If the ice cracked, he could catch us some salmon for dinner. Um... Yeah, there's no sign on this lake. Not anymore. <laughs> um, are there any birds or anything around? Like mm. crows, anything like that? You see a couple of birds just flying overhead. Would you say they're within 30 feet? Sure. I'm going to cast Animal Friendship okay, and get a literal bird's eye view okay. of weak spots in the ice. I thought, I thought you were going to be I like, was I'm de- going to get I the crow to carry us yeah, over the ice. Oh, no, no, I no, was no, no, no. really waiting for the Disney princess. Oh, <laughs> just, just, do we have any hippogriffs around we could just summon yeah, to carry us? Anything fun. Um, so I will quickly draw a... Do you want me to do charisma or something like that to see if they'll actually do it? <laughs> <coughs> animal handling. Animal handling. Yeah. With advantage because you cast animal friendship. Cool, so that's 11 on each. Oh, I thought that said 16. Two eights. That's a 16. Yeah, it added them both, no. Oh, are you sure? Just added them together. No. Yeah, so that's an 11 on each. 
Yeah, so you were able to see the biggest issue is the crack that Leonard has caused, which is slowly splintering further across. Katya and Leonard are about here. You're about here. And in order to get to the island, you're going to need to cross two weak spots. Um, so that knowledge can give uh, both Katya and Leonet advantage on their next throw to get across. Perfect. Yep. Finally made a difference. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Yay! And it's Katya's turn. Okay, I'm going to try to continue just picking my way across using stealth again. Yep, roll for it. Uh, that is a non-nat 20. Yep, easy done. You actually almost get in front of uh, Leonette as he's, like, shimmying his way, still doing the worm. Um, but you can't get too far in front of him because he was in front of you when the rope is tied to him. And now it is Leonet's turn. Okay, so presumably I'm now very close to the island. Oh. You have one more large crack to traverse before you can reach the island. Okay, I will just, um, I'll use mainly athletics. I don't like doing it, but I'll use athletics just to basically army crawl my way across this crack to get to safety and off this ice once and for all. Yeah, sure. And Kitty Winks, we have an 18. Yeah, that's a success. Hell yeah. And you make it safely onto the ice. Uh, off the ice. My bad. Just make it safely off the ice. <laughs> onto frozen but solid ground. Oh, yeah. And that actually completes a successful skills challenge. And everyone else is also able to quite easily now pick their way across the ice and arrive with you on the frozen island. Go team. <laughs> you can just wave up to the birds and just signal on the fly they do off. just a small circle and then go back on their way. Let's never do that again, please. Agreed. Well, if we have to get off this island somehow. We'll find another way. Okay. <laughs> um, so as you pick forward, we'll quickly cut to a break. You'll be right. We'll, 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 we'll be back here on 106. <laughs> Someone else tried. <laughs> we'll be right back here at Tune FM Silence, seasons all the same. 
Welcome back to Dungeons and Airwaves. I believe there was a small moment of technical difficulties there, but I'm not sure what the issue was. Uh, that that was I can't blame the desk for that. That was me. <laughs> that was just general human incompetence. And human error. We're all human. We make it. But uh, the party has now arrived on this small 
forgotten island. And they can see above them a temple that is old and in ruins covered in snow and fallen trees and rocks, and it looks incredibly dilapidated. There's I, no roof, nothing. I sure hope Sir Elrond knows what he was talking about. I hope so. But most importantly, I hope what we've, I hope we find what we're trying to get paid for. That's especially after that, and I gesture back to the lake. I, I just hope that nobody's home. Although I do have to say, look at this place. It is cold. Beautiful. Definitely cold. A testament to a time of history. Imagine when this place was still standing strong. Yes. Well, I'm going to go that direction. I am cold and would like to get in and then maybe we can make camp, have fire, have rest. Hang on, let me help you with that. I'll just basically cast like the... Fl- just um, I think I've got a cantrip that's basically just... I can hold fire in my hands. Um, bum, 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 bum. No. No? You I have light. That doesn't do fire. It doesn't do warmth. It just creates light. Okay, there is one. No, because I can, I can, but I can, because no, didn't we do it with that mole? We can, I can basically set something on fire? That was light. Oh, and it didn't catch on fire? No. Well, it, I'm it's sure. essentially what light does is it turns it into a light bulb. Right, so I don't have any spell that would be useful in creating a Pull out a my tinderbox and start lighting a fire. Because I'm sure as hell not going to try and cast burning hands. I've got ya. The, the cantrip you might have been thinking of is um, uh, 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 create bonfire. Uh. Now remember, you do know all of your class's spells, uh. but you have to prepare them. Uh. So you can change your prepared spells. At any time. Uh, at the start of each day. So after a long rest, you can change the spells that you have prepared. Oh, bollocks to it. Let's just... I'll let Kodak go ahead and make the fire. Yeah, so do you head into the ruins to make the fire, or are you stopping outside? I want to find somewhere sheltered. Yeah, I was going to keep explore the, the ruins first. Yep. So um, I forgot to message M earlier to get a thing printed off for everyone. Um, I'll try and get this uploaded somewhere for other people to have a look at. But for context, these are the ruins. Um, And it's kind of a small temple-like thing. I'll pop it in our chat so that Ben can see as well. Thanks. But there are large, overgrown, leafless trees, rocks, um, fallen down walls, busted up chairs, tables... There's not really any shelter, so to speak, but there is a small round section that looks like it might have been a parapet or a stairway down, but you see neither signs of a staircase going up or down. I have a... (coughs) I have a bad feeling about this. We should at least look around a bit more before we decide if it's a bad idea to be here. Oh, I don't think it's a bad idea to be here at all. I just have a bad feeling. Can I just investigate the general ruins or do I have to investigate something specifically? You can investigate the general ruins. I'll investigate the general yeah, ruins. What are you uh, specifically looking for, though? Um, actually, no, of course, because I have detect magic. So, as uh, s- You've got detect evil and good, uh, not detect magic. Okay. Um, in that case, uh, yeah, okay, I will cast that just to see if we do have any sort of negative presences in the area. 
Okay. Does so, it, does it have like a? Does it have like a? Do I have to touch something? Do I have to? The flavor of it is up to you. Um, Detect evil and good does say that it is a verbal slash somatic spell, which means you have to say something and do some kind of hand motion. Okay, sweet. Um, in that case... But you don't have to if you don't want to. I, I'm not fussed about that. No, absolutely that. <laughs> I will because that sounds cool. So with that being said, um, I'm going to basically just... Because that area that you described before, that's basically just the one room and area where we are, isn't it? Yes. Okay, cool. I'll then just do like a wide sweeping gesture like towards the entirety of the room where we are and I will cast Detect Evil and Good. Okay. So I've marked that off on your character sheet for you and also up to your um, health because everyone healed from Max. Oh, beautiful. You get the faintest, and when I see say the faintest, I mean like blink if you miss it, the faintest sense of fiend. Ooh. Not as strong as it was <laughs> last time, that's for sure, but I just got the sense that there is something fiendish here or was here. Can I investigate for any signs of recent life? So Yeah, that would be a survival check, um, I'll say, rather than a investigation check. Yeah, it was a nat one, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the only recent life you can see is the three of you. You're pretty sure there's no one else and has been no one else here for a very long time. I do not think I have passed a single perception-based you're an old lady <laughs> I know like it fits <laughs> but also <laughs> you're taking it personally aren't you the dice no yeah, the, the dice, dice no the dice always no so are you walking around this ruins yeah I'm yeah I'm gonna have a little bit of an explore as well okay. making sure that we you know don't wander too far away from each other because that would be bad. So on the map, there looks like there's a statue or a figure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'd like to go and have a look at that. Okay. So it is a statue that is covered in snow and its features are kind of worn down. But what you see is a horned man kneeling and he's holding a brazier in the two of his hands. There is nothing in the brazier, but in front is a frozen greatsword shoved into the earth, into the tiles, and it looks like the size of Leonette. Um, for those who might not know, obviously no one in this room, what is a brazier? Okay, so a brazier is... Yeah, um, not a brazier, everyone. There is a difference. <laughs> we are not that kind of podcast. So a brazier is kind of a fire pit almost, generally metal, usually used in a religious sense. Okay. So if you Thank see you. if you see like wire um, fire pits, yeah, they're yeah. braziers. Yeah. Okay. They can be smaller. <laughs> Very fancy bowl, in other words. Basically. <laughs> I. Oh, sorry, Katya. Forgive me. I thought you were finished. Um, the sword. Yes. Can I remove it from the ground? It is. It is like the size of layonet. Oh. Okay. It's, it's not layonet sized it is the size yeah, okay. of layonet all right you can so try no. yeah. if you can try if you want to we can have like a king arthur moment which would be cool yeah all right you know what i'll do that i'll do a strength roll cool i was gonna do the same thing so we'll see how this goes the 20 <laughs> you know what i just said in my brain she's only gonna pull it out if she rolls a nat 20 
Cheryl's a bloody nut 20. Nut 20. So you kind of like... Does that make you the king of Afa or queen? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you have to reach up a little bit and you just grasp it and your hands kind of freeze to the hilts and you pull it out. And as you pull it out, the, um, the hilt of it is fine, but part of the blade snaps off because it is metal and it's been frozen for a very long time. I am keeping this. You now have a uh, frozen greatsword that does 1d6 cold damage on a hit. Wait, Katya? Yes. Katya, bring it here for a second. No, it's mine. I promise I'm not going to steal it's it. It's mine. I promise. It's mine. Just trust me. No. Kodak turns around from the fire and <laughs> sees them like having a tug of war over a greatsword. No, I'm just, trust me, I'm going to make it better for you. Okay. I will cast mending on it and the bit of it that broke off and snapped off when she lifted it out. Yep, you can mend the greatsword. And as you actually hold this greatsword in your hands, Katya, it reshapes and resizes itself until it is suitable for someone of your size to wield. This is now, best day ever. This is a magic <laughs> item, so you will need to attune to this. Um, and you can only attune to three magical items. You're welcome. Um, how do I attune to something? Basically, you have to take an hour or two, the rules say meditating, but just sort of sitting with it, focusing on it. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. I will do that next long rest. Yeah. Absolutely. And are you still looking at the statue? Um, yes, I will... I get the feeling that the sword is very much the main feature, but I will just have a quick investigation of the statue itself. Okay, can you roll a religion check for me? Religion, that will be something I'll be fairly proficient, I'll be very good at. Um, so I believe I've got a bonus of plus four for religion. That's correct. That's a 19. Yeah, so this temple bears similarities to the Eternal Flame temples in Adenos. Very minor similarities, but the presence of multiple braziers, a fire pit in the center, um, the way it is set out, it's lacking any of the defining traits or features of the current churches that you've seen, but there's just enough of a similarity there that it tickles your brain. Fascinating. But it is much, much older than anything you've seen before. I would be merely speculating, of course, but I'm getting the vague impression this may once have been a temple to a very primitive version of what is now known as the Church of Eternal Flame. In that case, I call upon the fires to bless the walls that stand here. And with that, I will basically light the fire pit. I'll basically cut, yeah. start a fire in the fire pit. Yeah. Um, you do that and you hear a click and then a and if you turn around, a staircase has appeared in that round area that I mentioned before, leading down underground. Oh, well, I must have been right after all. Does Kodak hear any of this going on? Yeah, yeah. You all hear it and you turn and you see this staircase and a faint light emerges from the darkness. Leo, and what did you do? With that, we'll take if a quick break. 
You're listening to... I'll answer that question when we come back. Sorry. No, it's all good. <laughs> I'll answer that question when we come back. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9, the home of UNE's student-powered radio. Me wonder. 
Welcome back to Dungeons and Airwaves episode 5. I have re-earned the right to lead in after my horrendous butchering of the lead out uh, before that song. Wonderful song indeed. Before we cut to the song break, Kodak asked Leonard a question. Do you just want to repeat that, Kodak? I would. I'm trying to remember what exactly no, he does not remember what the question what was. Did, what did you do? Well, I had a theory and I tested it. If this was an early precursor, if this was an early precursor to the current Church of the Eternal Flame, the, the Eternal Flame believes that in all things salvation can be found through fire. So it only made sense that if the temple was high, if this if this room was hiding something, we had to first bless it by bringing in fire into its midst. The fire cleansed the interior of the room, and clearly whoever built it, I can only assume, only meant for followers of the religion to be able to access whatever is down there. With that in mind, does that mean me and Katia shouldn't go down there, or we're... Well, I don't, can't speak for Katia, but... I think you'll be fine, but I will take the lead. That's probably safe. Can I do, like, just a general religion check for any more, like, background information on this ruins? Yeah. I'll do that. Yep. Oh, you, you have to roll for that. <laughs> 19 plus whatever. Plus four, so... Tw- 23, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know that most churches generally have a vault or a treasury. They occasionally have books, law... Um, items that have been blessed by the eternal flame but given that this temple looks incredibly old and ransacked anything that remains would either have to be extremely powerful or recent look on the bright side Kodak it's, there is a chance we will find a treasury with lots of gold in down below or better books and knowledge or even better than that, the artifact we were sent here to find. I like the way you think. Before we progress, I'm just going to go and have a quick geese and see if there's anything in this chest that I've noticed in the corner of the room. Yeah. And I'll investigate the chest. Cool. Um, so what you find is a pair of old-looking, very worn-in leather boots with um, what looks like a decal of wings along its sole. Ooh. Um, they are boots of speed. And what you find underneath the boots is a very old, very battered-looking shield. And as you pull it out and wipe the grime away from it, you can see that beneath all the wear and tear and the dust, it is emblazoned with the Eternal Flame's holy symbol. Jackpot. I... I don't really know much about these boots, but this shield, I feel, will come in very handy. I've been wanting a good shield since this adventure started, so yep. I'm very relieved to have one. So the boots of speed were for um, Katya, because she requested them. <laughs> to be Try honest, them on, see if they fit you. <laughs> they do not look like they fit you. To be honest, all. do you know? Do either of you two know what these are? Oh, they make you go fast. Look at the size of me. I feel like these boots would be wasted on me, and I don't think, unless I use them as a tea cosy, I <laughs> am not going to be able to get much use out of them. Well, they may help me to keep up with you. I see what you're saying, and you beat me to it. A present for you, Katya. <laughs> and with that, you. I present the boots to her. Yep. Um, and the shield for you is a plus two shield. So it does the uh, plus two that a regular shield gives you to AC, 
but it also does an additional plus two on top of that. So you have a total of plus four to AC while you are wielding the shield. So while I'm wielding the shield, I have an AC of... Should I say what my AC is out loud? I think it's 18. Yeah, it is 18. I just didn't know if we were allowed to say it or not. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, it's, so it's 18 now. Yep. Um, I'll put that into your character sheet on the next break. <laughs> just Kodak looking over, he's like getting a couple of sticks and gets a small branch to use as a torch and just lights it in the fire. Yep. Well, are you happy for me to take the lead? Of course, and I hand you oh. the torch. Then let us progress. Into the darkness. Into the unknown. Anyway. We've already played that. <laughs> yep, we have. Okay, so yeah, Dang. I guess... Pardon, Katya? Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess in that case we will mosey on down the stairway of scariness. Yeah, so the staircase leads to an underground grotto, um, one wall of which has been caved in. Uh, looks like it's a very old cave-in as the roots of one of the massive trees you saw up above is growing in down the wall and over the old stones. Good God, how old is this place? Um, I will once again drop a map into our chat um, and try and figure out where to... Um, -bum, words. I don't remember what I was saying, never mind. I'll drop this <laughs> map into the chat and I'll try and figure out where I can upload it so that... Viewers can look at it later. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. So the bottom of these stairs is crumbled, broken. Um, there are two subterranean layers. The lowest layer in the middle is a pool. It looks like a big, deep hole. And inside that hole is a frozen over surface with sharp gems cutting out and growing from the sides. Uh, if you look really, really closely, you can see a faint hand, like a very large hand in the bottom of the pool that looks like it's reaching up. And on the ice, you can see uh, the remains of a fire and scorch marks. Yeah. Okay, this is unexpected. Is there, like, is there any way in or out besides where we just came from? You could try climbing through the hole where the tree is, but... I think it's pretty obvious we need to figure out what the hell's going on with this oasis in the middle here. Yep. How wide, roughly, is the uh, pond? <laughs> 20 feet? Okay. I say pulling a random large-sounding number. You pulled that right out of your backside. Don't make me think of numbers. <laughs> well, no, I, was just, I just wanted to know if like, we can reach the hand or not. No, and when I say hand, I mean like it's a hand that would have been wielding the sword before it reshaped itself to your size. Oh, it's a big oh, boy. Oh, okay, yeah. It's like Titan-esque. Is it stone? You don't know. It's no, frozen okay. inside the lake. Oh, man, if this thing is still alive. I think it's If that thing comes to life, we gonna have a hoedown. <laughs> Let's just hope it doesn't come back to life. <laughs> in all honesty, let's just hope it's stonework and it's not real. Because that thing is huge. Speak for yourself, I have a shield I want to try out. 
Oh crap! I'm... Are you good? Yeah, I just that was I slipped into Rowan. I'm sorry. No, you didn't. You're fine. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go check out. There's a small table with what appears to be books. Can we see those from the entry point? Um, you can. It's quite dark down here. Uh, you've got dark vision. Correct. Yeah, so you can go oh. over and have a look. Can I get you to roll investigation for me? I told you. Books. The most valuable thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So that's a 13. Yeah. Um, you can see that the books, although where they are covered in dust, they are recent. They're newish. Um, and beneath another large cave-in with boulders, you find a frozen dead body. Within the books? No, underneath the table. Oh, sure. Yeah. If you look at the map I sent, there's like all those rocks on the left-hand side. There's I'm going to start having oh. a gander at this yep. body if I can. Yep. Um, roll another investigation check. What are you trying to figure out specifically? So Count dollar. That's a medicine check then. <laughs> you can re-roll if you want. That's okay. A 14. Looks like the poor sod was crushed. Fear not. It would have been quick. Can it's I go through his pocket? Uh, the lower half of his body is crushed by a giant boulder. I can I walk. I'm just going to walk up to him. Is it a him or her? What does it look like? Um, it's a little bit difficult to tell. It's been the body has been frozen for a very long time. Does it look like it's an adult? Yes. Okay. Just because on the map it looked a bit childish, and I was like, okay, is that a child? I'm, I'm not putting a child corpse into yeah, this okay, cool. game. So, um, okay, can you no. roll perception for me? Yeah, no, that's cool. I was also, I wasn't really going to go up to investigate it per se. I was just going to go up and, are its eyes open? Yes, they're frozen open. Oh, then I guess doing that's probably not going to work. I, in that case, I will just, like, put my hand on its chest mm-hmm. and just basically offer a word of... Um, Basically, the Eternal Flames version of sort of like a last rite sort of thing. Okay. Yep. Just basically, may the flame lighten your, may the flame illuminate the path that you take from here onwards. Yep. That's just like a. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. No, that's good. And now I'll roll for perception because yes, please. you seem to be urging me. <laughs> He's in oh, me. I just I didn't. I thought that was what you were going for, and I oh, interrupted, sure. so that was my bad. The uh, sixteen. Um. Yeah. So looking at this body, you see that. The garbs that it's wearing are very similar to one of the people who ambushed you in the alleyway. Ooh. And if you look a bit further, you can find in amongst the rubble on the table the same mask. Oh, the plot thickens. I assume you two recognise this? Looking at the mask, is that the mask from before? Oh, yes it is. I do not take back my mark of respect. No matter what you were in this life, your slate is clean, your debt is paid. May you start afresh in the next. I notice underneath, like, over on what I assume is a fallen over bookshelf or something, there appears to be a very large blue book. Um, yes. Um, the, the map is there for, like, visual references. Just try not to, like look for things specifically on the map and go I see this on the map I want to look at that oh sure but um, you can roll an investigation check to have a further look around I will do that and hopefully now that I've said that it doesn't completely the roll doesn't completely screw me over okay it didn't that was an 18 cool um, yeah so you find 
two things of note. You find what looks to be a journal, which would be the blue book, and you find carved into the wall, the very far wall, the same riddle that was written on the map. Just remind me what the riddle was. And while you're doing that, I will, um, I assume, like, the book, the journal isn't locked. I can open it easy enough. Yeah, you can open the journal just fine. (laughs) I will. (laughs) I don't remember what the riddle was. Okay, we'll come back to that. I will, I'll open the journal and see what it, like, what does it say inside. I assume it's the journal of Old Mate Squished. Yes. Old Mate Squished. It is the journal of Sir Squished. Sir Squished a lot. <laughs> That's his name. That is that Sir Squished a lot. He will be named Squishy and he will be mine. <laughs> he will be my Squishy. Um, you know, I don't remember what the... Ah, uh, here it is. Power enough to smash ships and crush roofs, yet it still fears the sun. Darkness. No. Oh. Well, that was my guess. Um, also, I will note on the map, Fears the Sun is underlined multiple times. Fears the Sun. Sun, fire, sun, cleansing. And I, Okay, yeah, now I'm just sort of going to be like in my head, just going over and trying to figure out this riddle. Yep. So while I'm, you know, doing that, I'll just pass the journal over to Kodak. I'll cut you actually, and just because I believe she's closest. Also, I think Kodak has mentioned he can't read. Yes. <laughs> is there um, any loose ice around? Uh, no. Okay, I'm going to uh, take Leo's arm and lead him over to the Sorry. pond, um, gesturing at the ice. Uh, what do you think would happen if this was the exposed to direct sunlight? Well, the sun being the ultimate form of fire and light would be the ultimate purity according to the flame I can only assume something either of note or something very good would happen but I'm a little bit uncertain as to how we would get direct sunlight down here Kaju is going to uh, face palm and <laughs> touch touch the eyes can can we reach it or is it f- too you far have down? to you can see there's a rope coiled on the bottom okay you would have to climb, climb down. down okay yeah. Leo, for a moment, just think of the physical right in front of you. You have ice, you apply heat. What happens? It melts. So if ice were to have an enemy, it would be... Fire. And the sun is made of... Fire. So ice would... So the, the, the sun would make ice scared, yes? It would melt. So read... Read the riddle again. You're trying to tell us to set it on fire? No, I am trying to tell you the answer is ice. Surrounded by idiots. Is that the answer? The answer to the riddle, yes. The answer to the puzzle, no. Sure. Okay. Hey, hey Leo, that mask, can I have a look quickly? Absolutely. And I'll toss Kodak the mask. So then we fit, then thank you, Katia. I apologize. I thought you were trying to. I thought you were trying to tell me that we had to somehow shine direct sunlight onto the ice thing in the middle of this room. Um, if fire is the sol- if ice is the answer to the riddle, the question is, what for what reason was the riddle being asked? Mm, that I cannot tell you. Has anyone actually read the journal? 
that's what I, I sort of got distracted because I was oh. I was trying to figure out the riddle, but now Katya's um, done that for me, so yeah, I'll just, I guess I'm holding it. I'll, I'll snatch it back. It just <laughs> no, nah, it's all good, Katya. Go for it. Um, I'll like hold it so that you can read it too and and start reading. Yeah. Um, so Lena, you can't actually read this. Oh, Katya can though. Because it is written in a form of thief's cant, and given your background, you can speak thief's cant. I am sorry, Katya, I, I <laughs> thieves cannot. Thief's cant, thief's can. I'm I sorry. I think it's thieves can't, but Katya given can. my accent, that sounds far too similar to a word we're not allowed to say. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, Katya, I cannot, I cannot make out this dialect. Could you read it for me? Da. So essentially, this journal is written by um, the Sir Squished a lot. <laughs> sure. Um... And he's talking about how he is trying to access the treasure buried in the lake. Uh, he, what he has come to believe is that, that he's tried fire, he's tried light, he's tried magical fire, he's tried non-magical fire, he's tried to blow it up. Nothing has damaged the ice. His current working theory, and this looks like it was the last entry made before the cave-in, was that he thinks that it needs holy light, but he doesn't have access to that kind of spell. Ooh. So, sorry, Katya, are you, like, reading Yeah, I would okay. read that out loud to you. Oh, holy light, holy light, holy light. If he's tried everything else, it doesn't seem to make sense. Just try what he's already failed to do. But how are we going to get holy light down here? What is holy light? Ah, it could mean several different things. It could be light that was uh, light that was blessed by a holy one. It could be light that was ah. Uh, it could be light from an eternal, everlasting flame. It's a little bit open to interpretation, but I don't know how we're going to get any of it down here. Can you roll an intelligence check for me? Sure. In real life or in the game, because I feel like I could use one too. Yes. <laughs> You've got a plus two to intelligence. Oh, beautiful. I'm not a moron. 16. Well, <laughs> you're a holy man. Shut up. You have me. access to holy light. Oh, sugar me timbers. Okay, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> so it's... Okay, so it, okay, so it's literally just if I cast light, that light is holy. If anything that you do... Any damage dealing spell that you have that deals um. radiant damage will do something to this ice you have sacred flame all right well i didn't realize it was being that literal now i do feel stupid god she's just gonna start beating leo with the journal (laughs) all right listen i would not consider myself to be a holy individual i would not i have never that's a comment coming from our cleric ladies and gentlemen (laughs) i'm an outsider i was never allowed full access to the higher up positions of the church but doesn't make you any less holy i will give it a shot i will admit this will surprise me if this works and with that being said i will basically cast i believe is it sacred flame that basically causes fire to spew from your hands but that's burning hands but sacred flame is the one that deals radiant damage okay and so it just like where does what exactly does that look like effect wise that is up to you my friend beautiful in that case i will just um point my finger at the ice in the middle and from forth my finger comes a burst of sacred flame that just illuminates and engulfs the middle section as it hits 
the ice pool, it begins to crack and bubble and boil as the hand reaches up out of the pool and it reaches up until it's there, like in front of you, and in the center of the hand is a large spherical stone object. Do we recognize this? You do, but we'll take a quick break there. You're listening to 106.9 Chin FM on the home of UNE's student-powered radio. She takes possession, she has control. 
welcome back. They have successfully solved this puzzle with a stone hand emerging from a lake and presenting them with a spherical stone object that looks identical to the one in their drawings. The flame guide me. I had a hunch, but even I would not have dreamed that that was a possibility I could do. Well, I always had faith in the flame. It's nice to know that it apparently has faith in me too. And with that, I will reach forward and take the stone. Okay. Can you roll the dexterity saving throw for me? Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, crap, 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 crap. There's no bonus for dexterity, is there? You have a plus one. Oh, okay. Well, that's not great, but not terrible. 18. Yeah, you are able to grab the object and move your hand away before the giant hand goes to snatch it. And it just snatches thinner. <laughs> Missed me. Swiping, no swiping. <laughs> I will investigate stone. Okay. Roll a arcana check for me. Is that again? 17. Uh, plus 4, so 21. Yeah, this looks to be a piece of some sort of construct designed to keep things safe. Ooh. How far is the reaching distance to this large hand? So, mechanical sensors, it has reach. So, you, if you were standing within... Fi- if you were in melee distance... It can hit you if you can. St- if you're standing an extra square away, so technically ten feet away, it can reach you. But after it snatched it, it doesn't seem. It's not hostile. We can still see the orb there. No, Leonet oh. has the orb. Ah, oh, okay, perfect. Wait, sorry, is it an orb or is it a stone? It's a stone orb. Okay. It's a stone sphere. I'm using orb and sphere interchangeably. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And sorry, the drawings. What drawings does it look identical to? The ones that Sir Orem gave you. Okay. Ooh, I believe Katya Kodak. I think we might have just found one of Orem's artifacts. I believe so. I beg your pardon. I I believe so. What do do we do now? We have this scroll to summon. Should we wait until we have more of them? He did say he was missing three, correct? He said two were stolen, three have not been uncovered, but he's interested in them. Do we want to continue? I believe we... Yes. I just need to double check, because I may have just given you incorrect information. We did say that the the deal was that we get him an orb and then we get our money. I would like to continue searching for the others, but I also think it might be a good idea to let him know that we have got one. Okay, so for clarification, because I just screwed that up there, the one that you have uncovered now is not the one that was stolen from from Sir Orem. Three of his were stolen. Um, he is not sure where they are. You were given information about who may have stolen them from the drow man in Islandholm. Uh, this is one of the two remaining ones that have not been found. He has no idea where the fifth could be. And so, wait, this is the fourth then? Yes. Okay, so this one hasn't been uncovered no. until just now. Yes. 
The fifth one hasn't been uncovered, and the other three were nicked from him. Yes. Okay. And, and so we'll all know that as black characters? Yes, yes. On second thought, if he doesn't know that this one exists, maybe there's no reason to tell him just yet. Well, he told us that there would be one here. Oh, good point. Let's call him. Who wants to make the call? I'll pull out the scroll. Okay. Kill her father. <laughs> so he gave you a scroll of sending. I'm not going to make you roll for it. Basically, you have 25 words to tell him that you found it. And he can reply. Found artifact. Ha ha. Got ball. <laughs> Come see. At okay. ruin. Being silly. Okay, something like... Artifact, uh, as yet undiscovered artifact uncovered at ruins. Come at once. That's a lot of alliteration. That's less than 25 words. Yeah, same as what Katya said. Not true. <laughs> or just come, found orb. Thank you for continuing on with that sentence. A woman of few words? Why use many words when few words do trick? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so is that the message that you send? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You wait for a moment, then you hear in the back of your mind, wonderful. I will meet you at some point shortly. Do we all hear that or just Katya? Just Katya. He said he will meet us soon. Oh, jeez, he doesn't appear to be in any rush, does he? He should be. I want my gold. <laughs> I want knowledge. I want off this island. <laughs> Don't make me cross the ice again. I'm going to walk back over to Corpse Boy. Yep. And I'm just going to again kneel by his side mm -hmm. and just speak to him. I don't know who you people are. Or what you wanted with these things and despite the fact that your kind tried to kill us I hope you can rest a little bit easier knowing that your idea was correct is there much else I don't that? like the look on the DM's face right now <laughs> I've got to say you just hear a <sighs> and like there's this gross crackling sound as he reaches out its hand but he is frozen solid stuck beneath a rock there's not much he can do no uh, can you can, can you hear me nothing is he still alive or did he just pass on in front of me um roll a do I see this religion check yeah probably <laughs> Don't steal my idea, non that 20. He is undead. He's what? Undead. Meaning? He's a zombie. Okay. 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 Katya Kodak, don't be alarmed. There's nothing to be afraid of. He is very stuck, but this is an undead creature. Then we should send it back. Agreed. Just bear with me for a moment. Mm -hmm. Is there like a... Religi relig religious like ritual I can use to basically cleanse his soul? and send him on to, like, the next world without being zombie? 
Uh, not really how it works. Okay. What you do have is turn undead. Oh, perfect. And that, I assume, does exactly what it says on the tin. Um, so th- this is one of your channel divinity features, which is a class feature. You have two. Sure. So you can present your holy symbol to dispel any magical darkness, or you can present your holy symbol and speak a prayer. Each undead that can see or hear you has to make a saving throw. If it fails, it is turned away until it can't take or until it takes damage. Um, At higher levels, uh, it basically destroys the undead. But all it will do at this level is essentially stun it for a bit. Pretty much. Oh, crap. That's useless. Does anyone have a stick? And I look around the room for anything made of wood. Just poke... uh, There's a number of splintered uh, bookshelves. I pick up a fragment and cast Shillelagh on it and just <laughs> through the head. Okay. Uh, roll to hit. Cool. That will be a 14. Yeah, that hits. Um, can you roll damage for me? Yep. And that will be 8 damage. Okay. Uh, you don't kill it but it now has a thing stuck through its head. Wait. (laughs) Wait. Seeing it's still alive is just unnerving Kodak. It's like, that should have worked. Wait. Let. Just let me see if I can give its soul a bit of peace. I might still be able to free him from this affliction. And with that, I will cast Turn Undead just to see what it does. It like you cast turn undead, yeah. and it like I will basically hold up my holy symbol. It's at trying it. to get away from you, but it can't get anywhere because it's pinned by a giant boulder. Free this creature. Not how turn undead works. Okay. <laughs> well, but if you want to roll a d one hundred for me, you can essentially ask for divine intervention. Ooh, and what would that essentially entail? Depending on what you, depending on what you, on what that roll is, eighty-eight. Nothing happens. Okay, what exactly does asking for divine intervention do? Um, it's kind of a. Technically, I think it's a class feat that you get at later levels, but you roll a uh, d one hundred, and depending on your request, you have to reach a certain percentage uh, in order for that request to be granted. So my request to have this poor tortured soul freed is unsuccessful. Uh, Well. It's already got one part of bookshelf in it. Kodak, do you want to put it out of its misery? I grab my spear and attempt to. I am sorry that I could not do more for you. And I am sorry the flame forsook you. Yeah, that hits. So that's an 11 to hit. And just with my spear, muttering a bit of druidic as I just go to f- try and finish it off. Mm-hmm. Roll damage again. Technically, I think they should be crits because he's restrained. Sweet, that's 10 points of damage with my spear. Okay, yeah, that finishes him off. I will immediately look away with a look of both shame and regret on my face. I do a bit of a druidic prayer mm-hmm. after finishing it off. Yep. We've got what we came for. We should wait for Aurum. Did we check all the books? And I look back over to the table. There's a significant amount of books there. Can I pick up, like, just 
two or three and quickly brief skim, see if there's anything worth, like anything eye-catching that's worth keeping. A couple of history books, um, some smutty literature, um, some books on arcane knowledge, uh, books on demonology. I'm going to pick up the demonology. Okay. You have plus one book of demonology. Um, and there's a couple of other journal-like books that are coded. Um, anything in particular regarding the history? Is there any no, anything noticeable? Whether it's just about the region or... It is somewhat about the region. It kind of just details the, um, the ice lake here and the Sovendraga... Uh, further south towards the mountains, the glacial lake, and just a bit about the stories of both places. Fair. I might just leave them lay, but I will tell the party what okay. the history books are about. Yep. Yep, and we'll take a quick break there. You're listening to 106.9 Chin FM. We'll be right back with Dungeons and Airwaves, Episode 5.
my back and my brain's gone blank again but thanks for joining in happens to the best of us I hope you've enjoyed this episode it's a lot less chaotic than the last one was we don't speak of last episode no immediate <laughs> flashbacks to the hellhole that was last week's episode spicy deja vu oh yes um, so before our quick break they were able to get this spherical stone object um, oh actually let me check how long does detect evil and good last for I believe it's only 30 seconds, isn't it? It takes, the, it takes one action to cast, but it lasts for 10 minutes. Oh, so. sweet. Has it been 10 minutes? It's been much longer than 10 minutes. Okay. How long have we been in this place? Up to an, about an hour. Oh, cool. Right, yeah. It is a shame we must leave this poor soul here. Flame, if he was to be respected in order with the flame's wishes, he would be cremated. Looks at the torch I handed you. <laughs> we don't want to burn the entire place down. Most of it's stone. Trust me, it won't burn. True. Skills challenge getting out of the burning building. Huge ring of fire. Would um, there be a safe way for Katya to send the gold she's earned back to her village? There's no guarantee. You can technically hire someone to take it, but then like they yes. could run off with it. God, she's just gonna peace out. Go save the sick <laughs> Um, you could also ask Sir Orum for a favor, mm. which could lead to you then owing him. <laughs> I definitely thought you were gonna be like that. Could lead to dot dot dot. <laughs> that was a dot dot dot. <laughs> it was an implied dot dot dot. Um, so what is everyone doing at this present point in time? I am examining the stone. Which stone? The magic one. The hand or the sphere? The sphere that I've got that I took. Okie dokie. Can you roll an arcana check for it? I 100% can. I don't know what happened to my voice then. <laughs> Me neither. That was bizarre. All right. That was arcana's plus four. <laughs> Seven. Looks like a rock. Ugh. There's a dent in it. Can I examine the dent? Uncarnally? Yeah, you can roll another arcana check if you want. Come on, more than three. <laughs> oh, that's better. 23. <laughs> that's better, four. <laughs> There's a sense of conjuration, I think would be the one. Um... So it used to be something else? No. Conjuration is conjuring something. Transmutation is the one that's something else. Right, sorry. Just trying to remember what uh, my Skyrim characters were. <laughs> let, me, let me double check that because there's... Yeah, okay. So conjuration is like that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Okay, nifty. Radio. Um, it looks like it fits into something somewhere. Almost like a key in a way. A little bit, yeah. Hmm. I have a feeling this might actually be some sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say key, but it looks like it could possibly fit into something. You you get the sense that this is something that, when interconnected with other things, could be used to summon something. Ooh. 
if there are more pieces to this thing that we can put together, we might be able to call on something from some other plane. Well, if this calls something, then why does Sir Oram want them? This is what I said when we first met him. Yes, I'm starting to regret calling him now. Well, it's too late now. Did we only have the one scroll of... Yes. So we can't, like, send false alarm, haha, sorry. No, because then he would kill us. Oh, yeah, true. Whoopsie-daisy. Because remember when he gave it to us, he was like, you know, don't call me because you're bored kind of thing. Like, he made it very clear he did not want to be disturbed. <laughs> sure. Oh, bollocks. Okay. Can I get a perception check from yes. everyone? Is it just default to rolling d8s? That was an 18. Do you, only, you do only have a plus one. You've got a plus three to perception, dude. Oh, that was a non-nat 20. Yep. 13. 13. I got my head in a book because that was a four. <laughs> yeah, uh, Leonette, you start to hear and feel very faint tremors. Stay very, very still and quiet. Can you hear that? Kodak, just not paying attention. What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) This book's really good. Um, Something is coming and it doesn't feel friendly. Billy, can you, can Kodak roll a dexterity saving throw? So that's a seven. Two arms, Katya. Um, yes, I have two arms. You take three damage as something falls from the ceiling and hits you in the head. It's kind of robs my head. Do I see anything? You can see now that the grotto you're in is starting to shake, and it looks like there's another cave incoming. I think it's time we leave. Run! I will click my heels, which gives me double yep. movement speed, and zoom towards the stairs. Yeah, Katya is a blur right now. <laughs> Go <it>. back! <laughs> Run! Shall it, uh, follow the short blur, just <laughs> scrambles for the stairs. I wish my first instinct was right. I wish it was something coming. <laughs> it would be easier to kill than fighting a cave-in. Are you saying that as you're running? Yes. Okay. No, I'm just standing still. Just yeah, laying out just like panic. <laughs> Fight or flight. So freeze. S- so squished a lot too. Electric boogaloo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, roll an athletics check for me, everyone. Ooh, ah, that's a 20. Nice. 15. 15. 8. Oh dear. Um, Katya and Leonette make it up the stairs and they crumble just before Kodak reaches them. Am I super crushed at the moment or am I like stuck? You're just like behind you. It's starting to cave in. The the stairs were really old um, and already crumbling. This motion, commotion, of the ocean <laughs> yeah. as um wow sorry 
cause the stairs to crumble and you cannot make it up. Can I immediately quickly throw him a rope? Yeah. Kodak! How, how high is the stairs? I mean, taller than you can jump, but it's not like a huge distance. Fair. Kodak, grab on! And I'll go to grab the rope and try and pull myself up. Okay. Um, I'm just pulling the yeah. rope. Either roll acrobatics with advantage or strength with advantage. It's up to you two. I've got a big strength. I think I've got plus six for strength, don't I? Um, plus four. Twenty-four. Oh, it was an at twenty. Yeah, you can haul him up very easily. Are you okay? Yeah, I think I'll live, but we should get out. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> and just we'll quick keep running. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not a very large temple, but you leg it very, very far, very, very fast, and you get to the edge of the ice, and you can see that all that ice on the shore has broken up. Oh, sugar. So we're essentially stranded. Mm -hmm. That's not good. Is the... Which was, did the cave-in only, like, impact the underground grotto, or was the entire temple caved in on itself? The temple is now starting to cave in on itself. Okay. Are there any trees around? Or old trees that are dead? There's heaps of them. Have any of you ever built a raft? Yes. I feel like we need to get no. off this island. I agree. I can swim. That water's very cold. I wouldn't recommend is all right. She's Russian. She fine. She take cold water bath for bre for breakfast every morning with <laughs> shot of vodka. <laughs> We're no longer talking about Katya. This is now me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to start looking for stuff we can use to potentially make some way off the island. Okay. Roll, I don't like the way this is going. Roll a survival check for me. Sweet. That's an 18. Yeah, you can find, um, you can't quite, you like, you have rope. You can find enough wood to perceivably make a floatable raft. Whether or not it's going to hold all three of you is yet to be seen. That's a very good point. I didn't mm. think. Worst case, we send the heaviest first. <laughs> Just in case. We tried that last time. The ice broke. Maybe this time we send the one guaranteed to survive? At least we know that I would be a fantastic way to introduce yourself to a person you have not been acquainted before. What? Well, think about it. Kodak could walk up and say, Hello, sir. How much does my friend Leonet weigh? I don't know. Enough to break the ice. My name's Kodak. From my um, head knock, there's just a little bit of blood that just starts pulling out, <laughs> taking some damage. Just he just took extra psychic damage from that joke. <laughs> uh, Kachi has made the decision to leave forever. and <laughs> <laughs> She just walks into the lake and keeps walking. <laughs> Grabs some rocks from the pocket. Um, we could try getting across the fragments. We could swim. I suggested that um the quakes are getting faster and stronger now we should swim can i get everyone to roll a perception check real quick <laughs> that's a net one okay yep 
<laughs> Two. <laughs> oh Fifteen. Oh, thank Christ. Okay, so you all make the decision to swim, and you all start running, and Kodak turns around, he sees very finely dressed robes, reaches out, touches the three of you, and then you're somewhere else entirely. Ooh, magical teleportation. And we'll end the session there. Oh, I dislike you immensely. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope you had as much fun as we did. Uh, good to be back with a session that stayed on track. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm Ash. I've been your Dungeon Master. I have been Ben, otherwise known as Leonid Lawkeeper. I hope you all had a wonderful time. I'm Emily and Katia. And I'm Billy, and I play Kodak. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great night. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM on the home of UNA's student-powered radio. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring By wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The taste of love is sweet When hearts like ours meet I fell for you like a child The fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher and it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire